Hey, Practically Pastoring Network, my name is Matt Coyne, and I am the host of Relevant Revitalization, a podcast that equips, encourages, and engages pastors who are looking for God to breathe new life in their church. This podcast will be released every Thursday, and I'll be interviewing authors and experts in the field of revitalization and pastors who have been through the revitalization journey themselves with the goal of equipping and encouraging you in your ministry as you follow God's call and watch him breathe new life into your local church. Lastly, another goal through this podcast is to provide free resources through books, consulting, coaching, and so much more. So be sure to mark your calendars for Thursday, February 15th for the pilot episode of Relevant Revitalization. Five, look straight and four. Hey, 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 there we go. Andrew's already counting down. That was our buddy Matt Coyne. He's got a, a brand new podcast coming out. Andrew, there's a there's a possibility that we might make a guest appearance on there. Maybe. Maybe possibly it's it's a thing. I'm I'm excited. You know? I'm excited for him. I'm Matt ex- says congrats, Coyne. Uh, it's gonna be a sweet podcast. I love the idea of talking church revi. I I would argue that Andrew, both you and I, stepped into revitalization projects. I don't know that I've ever shrunk revitalization to revi. I've shrunk refinancing to refi, but I guess revi is a I, term. I that took we can a use to? I took a church revitalization class know. in seminary, and we often would just say church revi, kind of short and sweet. Just made it sound cooler, I guess. It is cool. There's nothing wrong with the revi. It's kind of like a mortgage the, refi. Or not. It sounds similar. Tim, here's what I know. I know that we are the same two faces, but in two very different places. It's been a medical Monday. You had kids' appointments doing stuff. I had a doctor's appointment to yeah, uh, you sent me a picture bo- of uh, like a, I don't know, a doctor's office with nobody on the table, so I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, with no context. And I just, and I didn't see that you had texted back for a while. And then I was like, "Don't worry about it. I'm just fattening on blood pressure medicine. That's all that we have going on here." So it's been a it's been a busy weekend. It's we're already off to a busy Monday. Tim, yesterday was Sunday, and this is the morning after. Welcome to the morning after ministry show, a caffeine fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. CJ I'm, says, "I'm going to try something." <laughs> Revi, Revi sounds like a, a former youth pastor slang trying to be cool. I could, I could kind of see Timmy, that. I, I like the look of your microphone being in the shot, so I'm going to take my uh, trusty <laughs> church mug here, flip it upside down. I, boom! I had to work really hard to get the mic in the shot. There's, there's, it's my mic is still not in the shot. I'm going to. There's three good sized books underneath my my blue yeti right now just to get that in the shot because i i did like the uh the look of it in the shot so much see now i've got to move back it's it's all very confusing and that's way too close to my face no one wants to see me. <laughs> what are you doing ever. right now i don't know i don't know tim <laughs> this is what happens when i'm unsupervised and not just like unsupervised by you but my office staff is gone glenn and shirley are out this week so where is I'm everybody just, uh glenn is in I don't know, one of the Fancy Pants National Parks out west. Cool. And Shirley is at her mountain house in North Carolina. And so I'm just, you know, just by myself trying to figure out 
uh, what to do when unsupervised. So I'll probably, you know, write a sermon or something at some point this week. And CJ says, why don't you just wrap your mic cable around your chest, Andrew? (laughs) So CJ, that's hurtful. Yesterday, I think my... We've also started a poll. People are wondering if you are actually wearing pants. We have no idea. I don't know. I'm not there. There's you won't find out. Uh, Yesterday, my mic pack was like popping and making all kinds of noise, and I think it's probably just time to get a new mic pack. You know the the mics themselves are the expensive part. The packs really are you know not bad, maybe fifty or sixty bucks. So it's probably time to get a new mic pack, and uh, the. The only solution was to take it out of my pocket completely and put mm-hmm. it on the table. So I had my mic and then the cord going to the table yesterday Wait. as I was preaching. Oh, it was I, not. <laughs> so typically I'll, thinking, I'll review a few minutes of, of my buddy's live streams to see if there's anything I can make fun of them about. And I have not reviewed yours yet. I cannot wait to go back and see this. Well, you are in luck because I'm giving you the ammunition that you need right now. It was... <sighs> It was crackling and popping. I was trying to do the call to worship, and every time I wiggled even a little bit, it would make noise. And so then I just do you took think it, it out of the pocket. Was the cable perhaps? I think the thing that the cable plugs into in the pack is yeah. loose. I mean the the mic is new, but the pack itself is probably three or four generations old, and it's it's just time. It's one of those things where every problem. Sunday I'm like I need to get on this. And then by Monday afternoon, I forget until Sunday morning when it cracks and pops again. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I could wrap Mike Cable around my chest. It wouldn't be the first time. It hey. would not be the first time, Timmy. La- ladies and gentlemen, it's, it is Monday. My name is Tim. This is Andrew. Sorry, Dr. Hey. Larson. Dr. Larson. That's uh, right. We, we hang out pretty much every Monday. Sometimes we're in the very same building, and sometimes life happens and we're not. But we didn't want to miss out on a Monday. With we you. didn't want to miss you guys, so here we are. So when it. when you have a Monday like this, does that mean that your kids are not at school? Your Tim's kids do like a homeschool co-op thing, and yeah. Mondays they homeschool from the school building typically. Correct. So today they opted to stay home, homeschool from home. So I said, you know what, I I have. No need to get down to Safety Harbor first thing in the morning. I get it. So I'm home. My kids are on the other side of that wall homeschooling. So if you hear shouting or screaming or just agony, pain, that's Weeping, probably my kids. gnashing of teeth. Makes sense. Yes. It all, all makes all of the sense. Above. Andrew, tell me a little bit about your week in ministry that was I, – I, I skimmed the show notes for today. Sounds like you had a few things going on this week, buddy. We we had some things going on. We and I like pancakes. Started, like I'm a big fan. Oh, Timmy, we we do a thing a couple times a year called pancakes in the park, and it's one of those just easy low hanging fruit wins. The graphic the, is always good. Like the graphic is always yeah. so good. It looks great. The it looks like you actually of care Safety about Harbor. the community, which is weird because I know you don't. We, so it's cool that it looks like it. That's hurtful. That's hurtful, Tim. The City <laughs> of Safety Harbor do. hosts a campout. In fact, every week, the way that you usually come in off MLK, there's the Folly Farm Park right there yep. to your west when you're driving down. And they do a campout a couple of times a year there in the park. And we do breakfast the next day. And it's open to anybody who, whether or not they've camped out there in the park, they can come and eat breakfast. So our men's group, kind of like I was encouraging you, do your members class when you're when you've got people already making food. 
our men's group gets together every Saturday morning and they make breakfast anyway. And mm. so instead of making breakfast in the fellowship hall, they bring their skillets and whatnot over to the gazebo in the Folly Farm Park and we make breakfast for, you know, 60 or 80 campers that are hanging out. My job is the eggs. So uh, I, I made eggs and it was awesome. I'm really proud of we you. We did it. Ronald, we, we partnered with the city for an event and it went well. Ronald, we're talking church partnerships with cities. He's he's remembering back to homeschooling through COVID, which many of us do. He just wants to note that his family thrives in the public school system. Three of my four boys are in a public school system right now, and uh, they're, they're doing well. But here's what I'll say about the boy that's in the Christian school. We were watching an old show from uh, 2008, 2009 the other day. And there was someone who had a laser. He was trying to get handcuffs off with like a laser pen. Yep. And someone said, um, if you slip, because like, you know, his hands were in his lap. Um, if, if you slip and make me a eunuch, I will retaliate. Oh, and wait. my 13, almost 14 year old said, eunuch, hey, people used to use those as bed warmers. And I thought, <laughs> yes, they did. That was one of the uses for a eunuch, my child. Bible um, history keep, class. Keep, yeah, so say what you will about the public school system. Uh, my boys are thriving in the public school system, but they don't know what eunuchs' uh, roles in society, especially on cold nights. They they don't know those. So Everybody needs a bed warmer. Jerry <laughs> says at some point, <laughs> let's talk PPCon 2025. He says Jerry. PPC. PPCon is our inside word. Well... PPC, Practically Pastoring Conference. It's going to happen. I'm just going to declare it into existence. I'm going to name it and claim it right Look, here. We're, it's we're going, going to do to another one. Lives are busy. Schedules are busy. We we want to make it happen. But it is sad looking ahead to President's Day weekend and knowing that we don't have all of our buddies coming to hang out at Lakeview Church uh, on President's Day we, weekend. We, but we miss maybe, you guys. Maybe next year. It'll happen. I want to One circle back days. to the pancakes in the park. So what what does that entail from Safety Harbor? How much how much effort work, if any? Do you guys just show up? Yeah, it, it's so we used to do it at kind of like the one of the sketchier parks in town, and that was a little bit more work on our end. But it works out so well because there's there's families camping out already, yeah. so. You you have people that are waking up and they're hungry, and the city provides the the location. We literally bring a couple of electric griddles. I bring an electric skillet to do the eggs in and a little bit of fruit, and we make the coffee at church. And so I think a group from the men's breakfast gets here at about 7 o'clock to the church yep. to start making the coffee and get everything. And then we serve from eight till ten, and it's it is such a low hanging fruit thing. It is maybe three hours, but the the men's breakfast meets every Saturday morning anyway. So men's prayer, they, men's breakfast is weekly, not monthly. No, it's it's like a men's small group. They get together okay. every day they just, or they every just week. Also, Bible, eat. Yeah, I so see. it's Bible study, and instead of someone bringing donuts, they keep a couple dozen eggs and some frozen hash browns and whatnot in the fridge. And so they, they're making the food every Saturday anyway. So the pancakes in the park days, easy. they, they don't do the study and they make food outside. It was cold it. though. It was cold and foggy yeah. Saturday morning. 
It was I weird. mean, it was Florida cold. So it was like 46 degrees, but the fog was oh, yeah. super, super thick, which is also really cool because if you're camping out and, or you've got families doing like a first ever tent camping thing and you wake up and it's foggy, that's a cool thing for the kids. And then for them to not have to be figuring out breakfast when they're yeah. waking up in a tent for sure. is is just an easy win. So it's a really cool partnership. You know, we try to partner with the city whenever we can. I'm the city council chaplain again tonight going in to pray at city council. So whenever we get to partner with the city of Safety Harbor, we jump in. I, our name is Safety Harbor Community Church. So we are a church that exists for the city of Safety Harbor. So might love, as well partner with them things. when we can. Ronald says, Virgin, eunuch, circumcision, three words I sent emails about as a youth pastor. I just wanted to say them out loud. Yeah. I wanted to see if Facebook would ding us for any reason. So we're going for it this week. Uh, it's, John uh, says, th- those how, are all in there. How about how about that safety team ramping up at Lakeview? Hey, it's been awesome. Like we're See, when I saw the LV, I was like, wait, is this a Super Bowl? Like, which year is the Super Bowl? Super Bowl? I thought we were doing I, I did it first, and then I realized he was shortening yeah. up Lakeview, which, hey, the safety make, team at Lakeview. I'm just saying, I, I may or may not had, have had somebody push me twice on Sunday. I, I looked back at one of our safety team members, and I said, hey, this guy just pushed me two times. Like, that was not cool. Turns out it was Sam Rudkin, our lead elder. But still. Oh, I was going to say. Why have I not heard about this? That makes he was that makes he was walking by in worship and he kind of gave me like the shoulder shove, you know, while he's walking. And I, I turned around <laughs> to my my shadow who's got eyes and I said, "Hey, if he does this again, you're you're probably gonna have to take this guy out. You're gonna have to tase this person." He he then pull, my my shadow then pulled out his mace and said, "I'm on it if he does it again." So, <laughs> you know, uh, I I don't have a safety team on Sunday morning. We, maybe maybe we should. There were a couple of retired cops talking about how they have the the permits to parry, to carry in any state. Yeah. So maybe I should have one of them follow me around. But not a bad idea. I, you know, I I don't think I need someone following me around on Sunday morning. But Jerry I did says, once work at a church that had a panic room just ooh. off stage for the pastor. So that's a that's a fun thing. I like that. Super Bowl Saturday. Coming this weekend, mm. says Jerry, an annual event. I love this. Where our student ministry is doing something similar on Super Bowl Sunday. An annual event we do is students and young adults flag football at a local high school stadium. Always so much fun. That that is that's it's a lot of fun. It's a like great I, event. I, I would tell. probably be there. That sounds spectacular. We do. John's we, reminding the world, Andrew, you're invited. We have our safety team okay. training at Lakeview. February twenty seventh. Um, I mean, you you probably know exactly that, who we're who we're is bringing that with in. Jim for Howard, the one and only, the one and only. Six thirty to nine p.m. Open to all churches. Uh, if you don't know Jim Howard, you should. He is they they're probably the leading experts. I, I would say in the country when it comes to church yeah. safety, they travel and all also, over. They do trainings all over. They just happen to be local here in Florida, but, so we can get them relatively quickly. But they're they're awesome. And his daughter happened to be a part of your youth group for all of high school, so that helps. There's a really but, there's a really fun story there. He actually launched this business as a result of something happening at Lakeview, and I had asked for help from him because I knew of his law enforcement background. And as a result, yeah, it, it got rocking but, and rolling. But it's a passion for him that goes back to his oh youth. What Wait. a bizarre story. I, you know, listen, you should come to the training. The next time we do a practically pastoring, we should have him come. 
My it's goodness, been a while. What a... It's been a while. It... We we actually had him on our podcast once before, but that was yeah. years ago. Uh, that was time years to bring and years back. ago. But but CJ what a... has a legitimate John. Maybe you can thing. help with this legitimate safety concern for Lakeview with all the windows around your church. If you don't know, um, three of our four walls are all windows at Lakeview. Do you have someone watching the trees for snipers? We we may or may not have someone on the roof of Lakeview Church who's got an eye so have on the a, tree line. That's I have a true. string on a button right here that I can see on camera, and it's driving me crazy. It's a new shirt. I don't want to just pull the button. You could lose the string, button altogether. CJ, great question. Outlet. I, I don't know that we've thought that far out for snipers. It's possible that that could happen. Uh, and John says, yes, I figured he did. He keeps an eye on the tree line just in case. <laughs> so Trinity Security Allies, uh, they're awesome. They're going to be coming to Lakeview Church in a couple of weeks to do some training. If you're in Florida, I'll, I'll hook you up. Come on out. We'll, we'll hang out, and you can you can even be on the podcast. Right, Andrew? So, yeah, why not? Tim, here's, here's a, a thing that might be a little bit different about how uh... – Yesterday went. Yesterday was a rainy day for us. It was a it was a rainy day for you as well. But it was for anybody doing church in West Central Florida, yep. it was a rainy Sunday. Yep. Our kids start the service with us mm-hmm. in in church, and then they go on out to kids ministry, which sure. is, or the uh, the elementary age kids do the preschool and nursery. They start back in in their spaces, but because it was raining, we we go back into the fellowship hall. So mid service, like it's after. Um, we do communion and then we have like a time of prayer and then the kids go out before the last song and the sermon usually. And so they went out th- um, up on stage through Shirley's office to not have to go out in the rain. And I just, I, That's I really it funny. Cr- cracked me up thinking about the, uh, the safety <laughs> and security teams because yeah, you know, I, I can't imagine uh, anyone would be thrilled with us having an office space that people can walk through mid-service to get Mm-mm. to not have to go through the rain but hey Tim, you didn't really design raining. the building that building has we, been no. there for this decades and decades has and decades existed for more than a half century before it became our church but it just, it's really funny to me that as we're talking about uh, jim howard and all he does we literally have people walking through the church offices to uh, circumvent the rain on a sunday morning you know it's what you do Andrew, Super Bowl, Sun- Super Bowl Sunday is coming up. I mean, as as former youth pastors, we spent a lot of years doing Super Bowl parties, Super Bowl I events. Know. What what's the Larson family doing this year? Are you, are you having any friends over? Any any church activities? Are you, you know, guys just going we're, family? We are, family. We're doing. We're watching the Super Bowl. We bust out the chocolate fountain that Melissa and I got for a wedding present. Mm, that, that eighteen plus years later still works. Yep. And uh, so we, the boys are always excited because Super Bowl means that we get out the chocolate fountain. Oh, yeah. So that, that's the extent of the excitement at the Larson house. So I'll buy extra marshmallows and strawberries to dip in the chocolate. But other than that, nothing special. We are we are hosting a Super Bowl event at Lakeview Church. I don't have to do a whole Ooh. lot. I just kind of help out with the tech. Oh, you side do of the things. Right. You guys have the big projector screen and yep. So we'll we'll have a screen stuff. outdoor weather permitting. We'll have the the student center rocking and rolling. And what's cool about this year is we are um, we are tag teaming the chili cookoff. So it's going to be a chili cookoff. Ooh. It's going to be a Super Bowl party. We're it's interesting because last year we we tried to host in the student center, but we have kind of outgrown the space. So yeah, we're going to have to utilize our outdoor areas next year. 
it's possible that the entire thing will have to be worship center and outdoors because the student center is just it's great for a handful it's of people, but space. but when you have you know when you've got a couple hundred people showing up to watch yeah. the Super Bowl and eat chili, not gonna not gonna yeah. work. So, but I'm I'm thinking this year we're gonna do an outdoor screen in the courtyard area so we can have our cornhole tournament going while watching the game. Like to me, that's next. That's next level. Aren't you glad that we are at a stage of American society where you can you can show the whole Super Bowl commercials and all at church and not feel like you're gonna get fired. There was I, a time. I remember doing Super Bowl commercials mm. where we had to use the student ministry logo dump screen. Oh, because yeah. there would be the Carl's Burger uh, commercial. Go Daddy, Hardee's. Yeah. yeah, all of the different brands that it was like every year we are going to have a commercial of how far can we push it. And that's yeah. not where we're at as a society anymore. I was at a youth group event when uh, Janet Jackson happened. I was, I think, a college junior. Oh, I and, remember that uh, Super Bowl well. I was yeah. not at an event. I was hosting a party at my house with my, at that time, girlfriend, Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie Britt at the time, right? That was Stephanie her Michelle name? Britt. We're now married. But we were, we were watching that Super Bowl you, when JT, sure and, JT and had Janet his... Jackson. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Adam says, I, uh, listen to this. This is a great idea. Maybe you guys could try this at your house with the chocolate fondue. We're having a no Mahomes party. Every time he gets sacked, we celebrate. You guys could like well have the chocolate in shot glasses and you guys could like take chocolate shots that every would time. Be, that would be terrible. I, I I can't lose in the Super Bowl. I like both teams. Yeah. I you know, San Francisco's kind of always been the uh the girl on the side team for me ever since I was a I'm telling small Melissa child. You said that. I that's how I describe I have one of those in every conference of college football. You know, there's I, I have my loyalties to Ohio State and, and now Liberty, but I always have kind of cheered for Clemson in the ACC. I've always kind of cheered for Auburn and the SEC. Oregon has been my Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever they are now, except now they're a Big Ten team, so I guess I can't like Oregon anymore. But Adam says San Francisco side, has side always been action. That's that's not appropriate. Austin says, just look out for couples with an American flag blanket. You have to stay warm if you're watching the Super Bowl. So if you need to stay <laughs> you warm, do. you could possibly use Better an American drape flag. drape yourself in the American flag. What else Ronald would you says, uh, drape yourself I, in? This is fun. I'm doing a D now. That's discipleship now if you're not a Southern Baptist. For a youth pastor who plans his D now on Super Bowl weekend to avoid hosting a party. So I guess my question is, is, do you, oh, is that how so you get out sex? of— oh, Ronald. You do Friday night, Saturday, Sunday morning. That way everybody's so, that way so tired. Gets, he yeah. gets to be home yeah. and not have to have kids. That was rough when I was trying to watch yeah. the Super Bowl while also you know, making sure the youth group did not repopulate itself in 12 or 13 years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get that. Steve, what up, buddy? Steve, what is good, going on? Always good to have you in. And Ronald says, I knew we were friends, Andrew. I knew there we were you friends. Go. So known it for Timmy, a long time. You, you were texting me yesterday. We had very different Sundays. Slightly. I uh, got up and preached, and then my my wife was not feeling well, and two of my boys weren't quite feeling one hundred percent, so they didn't come to church or do the marathon Disney day after church. After church, I took my second and my fourth son. We did 
Epcot for a few hours. Then we did Hollywood Studios for a few hours. Then we went back to Epcot for a dinner, and it was an awesome day that started at about 7 a.m. and ended at about midnight. And you got up and you preached a couple of times, and then you hosted a kid's birthday party. We did. I and I got up real early. I, I shouted at some people for a couple of hours. You know how it is. That's what you call preaching, yes. And I, I converse. I was more of, a, very, more of a conversation. I was very tired. It's funny because I ran into our, our worship leader. She brought her daughter to my daughter's birthday party. You, like, you didn't I, just run you didn't run into someone if it's at a place that you invited them. <laughs> hey, I just ran into Fancy you're at Target, you sure. Well, I Fancy guess you know her. You at the place that I invited you. Her husband could have brought the daughter, but she That's true. she brought the daughter, and her comment was, are, "Are you alive? Because I'm really tired right now." And this was at three thirty. She said she went home, attempted the power nap with the pillows over the head for an hour. I, I knew if I laid down, I wouldn't be able to get up, so I just didn't lay down because I I knew how it would be. So I just powered See, through right through the birthday party, and I was texting you because I was like, "But I'm, I'm exhausted sitting here watching, you know, twelve, nine, and ten, and eleven year old girls play in the gymnastics gymnasium, and you were frolicking about at Epcot." I'm like, "How how do you have the energy?" I, if I go home on a Sunday morning, or if I go home after church on Sunday, I'm useless. I I That's tell true. everybody, you're, I'm a, you're saying I if am you a, keep going. Yeah, if I keep going, I'm fine. But if yeah, I, I sit, if I sit down on the couch, I'm gonna be asleep within 20 minutes, and yeah. it's gonna be at least three hours, and I will be useless for the rest of the day. So I, I always say I am a way better dad out of the house than I am in the house. So I can keep going all day, chase the kids, hey, you know, do do all the fun things out in public. But if we go home, it's gonna be I'm gonna pass out on the couch, and you'll be staring at an iPad all day. So. <laughs> let's uh, let's do it. Let's uh, let's get our money's worth out of these annual passes. You also preach so, sitting down. So does that help conserve? That, that the helps. I think. I think so. I I don't wear myself out preaching. Yeah. I I just sit and I speak at a normal volume that does not uh, zap any energy from me. So that's probably very helpful. I think. I assume that's part of it. But di- so did you take a nap after the birthday party, or did you just? Uh, you just white knuckled it until bedtime. Yeah, came home and realized that it's just, it's too late for a nap. Um, but I I did I fell asleep at a weird time on Saturday. So Sunday was just all kinds of weird. I fell asleep at like eight o'clock on Saturday. Woke up at nine. Realized I wanted to do a sermon read through. Went back to bed at like eleven thirty. So it was just I don't know. My sleep schedule was really out of sorts. So last night tried to get back on track, but. You know, getting my daughter to school on time on Monday mornings is not the easiest thing. So that that Sounds six a.m. alarm can't. Should you get her like a moped or something? Let her uh, do the commute by herself. Adam says so. Andrew hits from the ladies' tees when he preaches, huh? Yep, those red tees. You know, when he preaches, Adam, I'm just saying, read your New Testament. Jesus sat down to preach. Matt says sitting down time. versus going full furtick is the difference. <laughs> Dude, speaking of uh, okay, who sent the the guitar tuning analogy to us? Like I, I watched that 
on Sunday morning and somehow I used it in the sermon like unintentionally I was just like it, it came up and I was like oh my gosh I just like I stole a Furtick line I've did never you, done did, that did you at least credit him so that uh I didn't use it in the same has, way okay for for the was, record so, Furtick so was anyone that has Instagram is going to uh Furtick was sitting on stage with an acoustic guitar while while giving the analogy I did not I did not do that. It was like a real quick five second like riff on what he said, but it's just funny that one of my it was probably Frank or somebody one of our one of our pastor buddies sent that to us. Was it Sunday morning? No. When was it, that? It, I I don't know, but it wasn't Sunday morning. You know what it was? Cause... Before I walked into church on Sunday, I thought I'm gonna get caught up on my Instagram reels. I have a few minutes, so I was actually three and a half days behind and if you have a group chat on instagram where your buddies it's, just send our, you our group chat is bad it is way too much the, content for a normal person to digest of instagram reels we send back and forth is is embarrassing it's it's hard to keep up with so i got caught up on sunday morning that's what it was andrew that's why it was fresh in my mind it was it's one of the last things i heard head. right before i went out to preach CJ says, Furtick's new haircut makes him look like the white guys from <laughs> They Clone Tyrone. <laughs> I have no idea what that is, but it sounds spectacular, CJ. Uh, Timmy, you And your you children are... and their children. Yes, that's a <laughs> Furtick line from a very Furtick song. Timmy, uh, you guys are continuing your Ecclesiastes series. You're oh, just man. convinced that nothing really matters. Nothing, so why do people keep nothing, showing up if it actually doesn't matter? And here's what's funny is more people are showing up for this season, this sermon series, than we've ever had. It's I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't think it's Ecclesiastes. I think it's just people getting back in church, which is a really fun season. Well, perhaps that's what it is, but all I I've know also is been that listening to nothing actually matters. <laughs> You're listening to, I, to Metallica on the way in? No, and nothing else matters. Which would fit really well. I found a pretty vintage uh, Matt Chandler series from like 06. So I'm I'm cracking up at his because he he's a big um, culture pop culture reference guy when he preaches, mm -hmm. which outdates your sermons really quickly. Yeah, it does. It's really funny. So I'm like I'm listening to his stuff. And I'm like wow. But what makes that easy is I can use some of that stuff and just replace it with the current whatever. So like he went through his list of comedians. I updated the list of comedians. You know what I mean? Like, it, so it made the pop culture thing relevant for me because I could just update Speaking it. Of which, and now I'm completely spacing on um, the, um, so I guess there's a new Jeff Dunham special that just, are, is your Jeff Dunham camera, really? Is your camera on a spring or something? Every time you move, I, I have my iPad, my uh, my laptop stand. You know what I'm saying. So if I hit the yeah. table, everything just kind of does like that number right there. Um, so there's a new Jeff Dunham special that I guess was filmed in Tampa, and two or three minutes into it, there's a crack about like how hard it is to be married, and um, they cut to the audience, and it is our worship leaders Brad and Cheryl laughing at the marriage no joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were there for the recording. Yeah, but it's it's just really funny because Brad's that like awesome. the one t the one time they get me on camera, it's uh, it's it's the joke about you know how hard it is to be married. <laughs> so that's 
That's pretty funny stuff, Timmy. Um, oh, we I kicked off a new series. We're kind of going through the patriarchs. We'll probably get up into Moses by the time it is that we're not going to start Lent on Valentine. Uh, well, like, you know, we're not going to change preaching series from for 40 days. Once we hit Valentine's Day, we'll wait till we're a couple weeks out from Easter before sure. we start doing our Easter series. But we're doing something that uh, uh, tales as old as time. And mm. so we're kind of. So yesterday we were with, yeah, so we're singing Beauty and the Beast songs, but we were with Abraham yesterday, and the, the idea was that partial obedience results in partial blessing as opposed to, you know, Abraham never quite obeyed wow. all the way. But I, I you would be very proud of me, Timmy. I said kind of at the beginning, it's really easy to do a very moralistic teaching from Old Testament passages like this. Mm-hmm. Like you need to work harder, you need to do better, you need to obey more, but yep. Truly, the point of the Old Testament is not VeggieTales moralism. It's that even the best of us on our very best day is in desperate need for a savior. That's and that's good. what the story of the Old Testament is, is how how much, you know, our failure just proves this. But I thought you'd be proud that I was I was not saying, you know, you can achieve full blessing by simply following this formula. Because that's typically what uh, you get mad at me for, Tim. But not this I, you, time. You're a big name it and claim it guy. You you want to have all the I, blessings. I really am. And for just three payments of twenty nine ninety five, <laughs> you too could experience the blessing and the health that I've been experiencing. I'll send you one of my towels. It'll Ronald be great. Says, Isn't that all of the Old Testament? Just be better, which is why you have to you have to point forward because the Old Testament is really a whole lot of foreshadowing of what what they need. Because and what's otherwise, coming. it's a whole lot of moralism, which you know is good for hevel. you know living better a whole but. lot of hevel as solomon would say but here's the great news andrew as i was going through ecclesiastes chapter 2 yesterday i just wanted to remind everyone it's easy when we go through these lists it's easy to think oh wow so i'm not allowed to have fun right like i guess i can't can't do anything god's like this cosmic killjoy so i just i reminded Listen, like i grew up an independent fundamentalist i'm very familiar with not being allowed to have fun so I reminded I Lakeview Church that this is how much fun our God is. When he created Adam and Eve, he put them in the garden butt naked and said, have at it. I I used that line in first service kind of as a gauge, like... Mm-hmm. To see it how gonna, it was going to go. Oh, it landed. Boy, because I knew my kids were coming second service. So Ooh. I was like, if daddy Ooh. says the words butt naked from stage, they will lose their minds. And sure enough, I think Emily was in tears. Her head was in her hands because she didn't want to even look up anymore. I think it's my new goal in life. Like how that's, how uh, far that's what can you I, want to do. Can I, how much can I embarrass my, my own children in the middle of a sermon? Is that, is that the goal of pastoring now? When you have so teenagers, I, it has to be part of it, right? I, I did not embarrass my children in the sermon yesterday, but only one of them was in because, you know, the two that went to church yesterday. Okay, one was in, Adam in says Andrew kid. has that bokeh going on. Look, it's an iPhone effect. I can do it too. Calm yourself, Mr. Bokeh. Listen, it's... You like that, Adam? I've Is that got, better? I don't, I don't have the center stage, but I'm also... I've got I do, way more. I've got center stage now with the bokeh effect, but see, now you can't see the Jaguar logo behind me, which is kind of... Yeah, I see, do. I don't... I don't have my center stage on because then it fall. It gets creepy when it follows me around like no, that. No center stage. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I have center stage off. What I have is studio light. Studio, studio light, light yeah. is very, very pretty. Isn't it crazy how like when when we started doing this in 2018, which wasn't that long ago, 
we were like, wouldn't it be cool if like we could just get video cameras that looked as good as our iPhones? And now we don't even have wires connecting our phones to our computers to do this. What a world we're living in. It's How's magic. It possible? The benefits of COVID. <laughs> People had to Zoom a whole lot. But so, yes, Tim, sir. my uh, sixth grade son, who was in service yesterday sitting with his grandfather, was paying attention diligently because the kind of the illustration for the partial obedience um, was I had a doctor's appointment this morning and I knew it was not going to go super well because uh, my doctor wanted me to, uh, you know, be healthier than I am and change some dietary and exercise habits. I'm not going to say a uh, word because you already know that I invite you to join my exercise program you, every six to 12 well, weeks. You I, want me to P90X with you constantly. And I'm I just, never uh, ask for your money. I just, I ask that you jump in with me and you always respond, not interested. So I, <laughs> I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to do my Christian duty. You can keep rejecting. That's fine. But Tim, the illustration that I used was I said, you know, I, yeah, I'm taking medicine and I'm trying to do things a little bit better, but I'm not, you know, when your doctor suggests things like maybe you should skip having fries five times a week and things like that. And so as we are on our way to Disney, that's a black uh, magic camera. I, it's Adam's gear. It's very, very pro. It's, and it's it, very, fa- it's not an iPhone. It, it works. It makes everything else look like preschool. Yeah. But, uh, so we're discussing what we want for lunch and Liam just stops and says, dad, why are we talking about this when you know you're not supposed to eat fries all that often anymore? And I was wow. so proud because because that meant that he was paying attention in service. And so uh, we stopped at McDonald's and, <laughs> and I had fries. <laughs> Ronald says, when Andrew dies young, we can be new best friends, Tim. We all know what's going to happen. Like you're going to outlive me because something stupid. That's and the way it works because it's how- all meaningless. It's hevel. all meaningless. Hevel, hevel, hevel. To me, one one thing I do want to talk about. So we had our like best elders meeting of the year, uh, the on Thursday night, not because of the content of the best meeting, but because or one, the only, uh, the best. What you talk? Uh, the it was the first so far this year, but it's also February first. I'll give you that. So. Timmy, we have one elders meeting a year where we have a big old fancy dinner at one of our neighboring restaurants that's adjacent to our property, and we let them use our parking lot. And so as a uh, – I would say as a thank you, but they're contractually obligated. So uh, they provide us with a staff and elders dinner every year, and it's it's a big to-do. And But before that meeting – that meal, and by the way, it was delicious, and one of our newer elders thought that we were going to Paradise Restaurant – which is a wonderful restaurant. It's just fine. It's uh, sandwiches, spaghetti, breakfast, all kind, you know, whatever you want. But it's it's kind of like a it's like a Denny's that just has a different name over on Main Street here in Safety Harbor, as opposed to the three course meal that we had at the the, the real fancy restaurant. So the elders are always very impressed, and it's funny because they all thank me profusely. I'm like, you're welcome. It's uh, you should be thanking our parking lot, not not me. But Tim, we uh, we started to talk calendar things, and we were looking at attendance trends, which is always a fun thing to do when things are trending the right way. It's a blast. And it was, hey, here is where we are, you know, week after week over week compared to where we were last year at this time, and here is what Easter was for us last year at this time. Do we want to consider a second service 
for Easter Sunday and Easter Sunday only. And mm-hmm. Tim, the the answer was a unanimous and an emphatic no. We're good. We want uh, you know. Let's let people experience the the very very full building, and also let's make sure that our guests kind of get the picture of who we are as a church. And you know, we're kind of an eclectic mix, and we've got eight or nine different decades of life being represented every single Sunday, and we want people oh, yeah. to experience all of that all at once. And so even though we kind of know it's going to be a fire hazard Sunday, um, we're saying, you know, good luck finding parking, everybody. We're going to do one service, and we're doing it super big. So as you and I were texting last night while I was in line for the Alien Swirling Saucer, I will not use the acronym that we use for that ride. Um, I don't understand. Don't worry about it. Tim, you, you guys have also been discussing your Easter plans, and you are going in a very different direction. We're going to do one service, do it really big and cram as many people in as possible. And you're going to try maybe even cram people out. We, is that a thing? Cramming we out? Have, we've got our elder meeting coming up on Wednesday night, and I already know what's going to happen. There's there's going to be a, a good discussion on this because um, if you've been to Lakeview Church recently, you would know that uh, parking is an issue. Seating is now an issue. We're, we're, we're pushing max capacity at both services. So we, we have three Easter services planned right now, a sunrise and then our two normal ones. But the conversation next is probably going to be, well, is is that enough? Like, are we going to be able to fit that, that many people? The answer is I don't know yet. So we've got a couple of options. But I want to circle back to, to your elders. And, and I, actually, I actually appreciate the thought of we don't want to be something that we're not just on Easter. So I guess my, my pushback there would be, well, then, then why make it just on Easter? You guys... You guys have been growing. I, I know what you were running when you first started and where, what you're at now. I know your parking situation. My, my thought is, is the only way you're going to see growth at this point is is multiple services. You don't have any more room to fit people to park. So yeah, it's, we're, it's the only... we're, we're, we're kind of out of space. So that I guess that would be my only pushback. I, I would not say just do two services at Easter. I'd say, well, then do, do two services for a period of time. I would argue you wait till the fall. See where it goes. I would yeah. say right after summer, hey, let's let's attempt, you know, now through through Christmas and if it works, it works, if it doesn't, it doesn't. That w- that would be my my advice there because you've got how many parking spots? 50? 40? No. No. We have 26 paved parking spots. So we have 26 <sighs> spots, then we have our backyard area where we can get, you know, seven-ish cars, and then we have street parking. So we so- have people you could fit 50 parking. cars between all of that, possibly. Le- less than. Like maybe wow. 40 is probably more realistic. Now, yeah. uh, the street parking that is designated just for us on Sunday morning. So the parking that is just for us, about 40 cars, and then the parking that is open to anybody in downtown, <laughs> sure, 50 is a good number. Uh, CJ's nice wondering what the capacity is. So, do you want fire marshal capacity? Which I don't believe that number. Like, there's just no. I don't way. know. How do they figure that out? It's like, hey, if I we would say, stood. Every, yeah, no if we stage. Stood everybody in here with no stage, no no, no chairs. sound booth, no chairs. It says we could fit 607 people. We have 287 yeah. chairs in there right now, and it and is wall to wall, like no yeah. room. We had to bring in the. We've now brought in the black folding chairs from the student center to accommodate the additional people that have been showing up on Sundays. I do love so, you some black folding chairs, though. It, 
it's looking like the conversation on Wednesday night at our next elder meeting is going to be not um, should we go to three services. It's going to be when when are we going to three services? And on top of that, what about Easter? Could we do you? Could we do multiple services outdoors because we can fit a lot of chairs out there in the yard? Or do we just encourage our people? Hey, we need the space. Here, here's what happens in the past, and this is the reason why I say it, we'd probably run out of space because people like to do the outdoor in the morning, go grab mm-hmm. breakfast, and then come back for the indoor service. That way they can get two different Easter experiences. So we, we probably have legitimately 50% of the people that come to Sunrise come back at the 11 o'clock service. Gotcha. So it might be helpful to say, hey, could you just pick Don't, one could, service this can, year? Could you not? That's such an odd request. Hey, enough church for you. You don't need any more church. John, good good point here. I think it has to do not with just seating, but with the ability to evacuate safely. We do have some safety concerns. Adam says, great problem to have. We have 600 chairs, 250 people in them. That might be time to remove some chairs, Adam. That's another conversation. Stacking some chairs, yeah. So that's... That's where we're at. Ronald says fire marshals always default to a rave mentality. (laughs) They love those music videos from like my senior year of high school with all the lasers in the background in a warehouse. It was great. (laughs) CJ, same thing. Yeah. Fire marshal set the capacity at 275. We have 163 and it is tight. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, Adam, keep saying it, buddy, because you you don't want that many empty chairs. Not a, not a great look. It's also not fun to preach with a ton of empty chairs in the room. No, no, there's something about making people have to sit up front that just makes everything feel better. Timmy, do uh, yeah. do you guys need some, or if you guys did everything outside, or is that a, a consideration? Because to try to move production and whatnot from outside so to we inside would, and back. Yeah, is, we would. If we said, "Hey, let's or you just have do to rent a second soundboard or something," we we have we have a separate soundboard that we use for outdoor services. So basically, if we were to say, "Let's do three outdoor services this year," we would just nix all the productiony stuff. So typically, I have a couple of really slick videos that I've ripped from other churches that have time to actually do them, um, and we build <laughs> those into our service. Basically, we would have a kind of a stripped down productiony Easter, which is fine. Like I I love the sunrise service, but here's the big issue. Seven o'clock is fine. Outside in Florida, but yeah, nine, nine and eleven outside with where the sun rises, you're wearing sunglasses and be prepared to sweat. And I just I don't know yeah. if that's the it's, is that the Easter experience you're hoping for? Sunrise, sure, you're not sweating. Kind of chilly, or it yeah. could be seventy eight degrees in the sun. There's yeah. no and I go and, full and, suit. Or, Do you go full suit on Easter? I always go full suit on Easter, so that would be extra toasty. Um. I think I've done. I've maybe sport coated a couple of times, but I mean, this is kind of default, Andrew. I won't uh, stand up to prove or disprove Ronald's point from from earlier, but most of the time, I am in jeans and a button down with a tie. Um, Easter might be sport coat thrown in with it, but slightly, slightly nicer. Slightly CJ, nicer. another another great problem. They're trying to figure out what to do with the kids ministry because 156 people. Fifty-five-zero. That is a under. big number. That's that huge. is a big number because we had we had about yeah. five hundred, you know, just under five hundred, and and like forty to fifty 
kids. So to only, I mean, 50 out of 150, that's a, that is a very that's young, a third. that's a young church. That is a large number, which means you've got a whole lot of young families coming in. That's a sweet problem. Well, Tim, Tim uh, yes, John, John's claiming I'm going to be in a suit with drawstrings. Look, I don't know if they still sell those. I do still have the drawstring suit pants. They're very comfy. I don't, I don't understand whose idea that was. I there's there are some fashion trends like ah, I guess I could see what they were thinking. The drawstring suit pants, they've never not looked ridiculous, Tim. I have it's to tuck the look. drawstring in because it gets very distracting for certain people, like my that's, dad or Sam Rudkin, who like to make fun of me. That's the other thing. I have I have a couple of pair of like trousers that there's like some elastic in the waist and so there's drawstrings but they're inside. So it's like a regular button and belt loops on the outside and if I want to cinch them up I can but the drawstrings go down the the inside of the pants. The drawstrings in outside the sweatpants suit pants I don't get. It's a bizarre look. It's a bizarre look. Adam needs some motivation so Adam here's what I'm going to do. Um I just started a new plan. It is called. I got. I've got the workout plan on the wall behind me. It's called Dig Deeper. Started it today. It's with Sean T. He is a super trainer on body, which is formerly Beachbody on demand. So I, we I am not a. Play a game I'm not a coach. Is, is this a sermon series slash mega church pastor new self help book, or is it a <laughs> Beachbody workout series? <laughs> Dig Deeper will definitely be our first entry. And the answer will be yes. It's both. It's Adam, both. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the link. If anybody else wants to jump in, this Dig is a brand new Tim. twelve week I can do program. All Christ. My wife came <sighs> home after the dentist today. She found me plopped on the bed. I could barely move. So if you're if you're into that sort of thing where you work out so hard that you you can't move for about an hour See, afterwards, when I I then you feel really you, good. I Facetimed you to get this set up, and I saw you laying like that, and I thought maybe. You had had the same idea that I had about recreating the new Taylor Swift album cover, but to make say the morning after ministry shows, like one of us, like in bed, surrounded by a comforter or whatever. <laughs> I thought, dang it, Tim's gonna do it first. He's gonna get it before <laughs> me. But I, I didn't realize that you were just tired from your workout. Jerry, the results are absolutely guaranteed. Laura says workout plan or youth group name. Dig deeper. Ooh, there you go. Refresh. Refresh. Rebuild. Here we go. Serious question here, Andrew. Are you guys paying for terrorism insurance? It is time for us to renew. We did not add terrorism. What we did add, which was a hefty chunk, was wind and hail. Wind and hail in the state of Florida. Woo! That is expensive. we, We literally cut our wind and hail this year because it was legitimately 80% of the total cost of our insurance last year. And the premium... Or, or you know, yeah, or the deductible was a huge, huge, huge amount. So we it's uh, wild. It is wild. Yeah, we we made the decision to say, do you know what? We will self-insure for that kind of stuff uh, going forward because so I, we do. I don't believe we have um, a terrorism clause <laughs> in our insurance policy. I, I have to look. It's. It's pretty extensive, and for the amount of money we pay for insurance, we should have terrorism insurance because I think our insurance could now cover two full-time staff positions at Lakeview. Yeah, which it, is, it was I hate wild. that. Like, that, to me, is the dumbest thing ever, but I, I don't know. Like, Is there a way around it? I, 
I don't know. Yes, it's, to it's so to own your property and have a couple hundred thousand dollars in a high yield account that you say. See, yeah, this we're, is the uh, issue. Adam says they're in, they're in a lawsuit right now with their insurance because they didn't cover damage from Irma, you know, a few years ago. So, yikes. yeah, it's it's so frustrating because you have to. I don't know. I feel like it's some they've kind of got a Ponzi they've, scheme. They've they've got the terrorism insurance, so I mean they're they're covered. We have a safety team. Does that count? I see, but I wonder if the safety team makes the terrorism insurance more expensive because the terrorists want to come to the churches where there's going to be a show. There's going to be, you know, the standoff. They're going to oh, get the true. news coverage that way. So it. it's uh, it's kind of like the uh, argument from uh, Captain America Civil War. Like, yes, there are way more bad guys in the world now because there are more superheroes in the world because the bad guys want to try themselves against the Avengers. So don't have uh, the Avengers covering your back and you don't have to worry about the terrorists. That's my Is that philosophy. how that works? Is that how that works, that, Andrew? That's basically the premise of Captain America Civil War. I've got, a, I've got a lot of time on my hands these days for the <laughs> first time in most of my adult life. Like I'm not studying anything 15 or 20 hours a week. So I'm Other than a lot your of, sermon material. Like an additional, like in addition to my full-time job, I have... I don't have anything else that is kind of looming over my head. So I'm I'm playing a lot of Madden while listening to audiobooks. I feel like that's the way <laughs> I did that I did that for online classes during my time at Dallas. And, which Andrew Adam my Adam says they're they're looking for a new safety consultant over there. Maybe you could come in and teach this class on why we don't have a safety team. I mean, as long as you don't need me on Sunday mornings, I could probably make it work. <laughs> if you need me there on Sunday mornings, that'd be tough. Tim, listen, it is 12.15. It's, it's time to go. gone for like an hour. What is happening right now? <laughs> why, why is it that like when we do these know. remote shows, we're like, ah, we'll do like a, we'll do a short one. And then we just, you know, find ourselves being idiots for 45 minutes longer. Sorry, guys. You've got work we to do. Go. We've got work to do. So please, We've please, got please. magic to do. Yep. Go get it done. We, we love you. We, we miss you already. We'll see you next week. Maybe. Hey, we'll yeah. see you next Monday. Maybe we'll probably be in the same spot. Maybe. It'll be great. See you then. Come hang out.